0: Welcome to episode five of Coast to Coast. I am your co-host, Beyond716, here along with Whittle2K. And we're here today, episode five, what are we calling it? Sources, Sauces, and Oh the Bears. So if you're listening to us on YouTube, like and subscribe. We always appreciate that. Anyone that listened last week with Professor Guru was a great episode. We, it was phenomenal. If you need to know anything about the Steelers, go back and listen. And here we are. Welcome in, Whittle. How are you?
1: I'm good, man. How are you today? How's everything Doing going?
0: Doing great, man. Doing great. Living the dream, as they say. That's we're on the see. west side. so.
1: That's it. Um, yeah, man. Uh, you know, we just, we're going to get right into it, man. Uh, we are going to talk about the Bills today. Uh, and whenever we talk about the Bills, it seems to be more about the uh things that are going on outside of one's bills drive versus what's actually going on inside the building. Um this week much like most weeks uh the bills are the center of some controversy not the center of attention but the center of some controversy uh, the popular thing right now brian is to uh is to doubt the Bills to tell tell the world that the Bills aren't going to make the playoffs somehow. They're not a good team. They're not what they used to be. Um, The window is closed. They missed their opportunity. Uh, It's over. They're too old. um, Too slow. Too weak. Too uh, passive. Not aggressive enough. Not strong enough. uh, Not ready for the moment. Uh, Any superlative that you or any any superlative or adjective that you would like to throw out there or you know any insult you would like to throw out there at the Buffalo Bills seems to be the uh the key. It's the is the key to, to getting clicks or uh it's the end thing to do right now. But um choose not to believe the hype man. I think I think we're actually pretty good. Um you know I'm I'm I it's going to take a wild guess. I think you probably would agree with me there.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, what it is. It's, it is, I think it's just something in life that you see a lot, right? Like last year, the hype for our team was as high as we've ever seen. I mean, I've been a fan of this team since 1982. I've never seen it this high, right? I mean, Peter King from Sports Illustrated said this is the best roster he's seen in 10 years. Any right. roster, any Super Bowl team. Would you, would you start coming out with those narratives, it's like, wow. And then the NFL Network, remember that graphic with Michael Irvin and all the you know, analysts there? Every single one of them picked us to win the Super Bowl. Everything, not just to make it, to win it. So when you had this hype, right, and then we fall short the way we did in the playoffs, and granted, we know about all the things that surrounded it with, you know, the unfortunate thing, the, the tragedy of DeMar Hamlin, the other things right. that that were swirling around the city of Buffalo in many different directions, and the injuries, right? And when, when a lot of the public gets let down right the media sees this as a soft target and you combine the jets getting aaron Rodgers, which is a it, it's it's, I mean, it's a huge move we can't deny getting a hall of fame quarterback even if he is albeit 38 is a big deal right it, it, you know with the jets defense so you got you got the new york market coming right you got miami there and you know how people are with miami miami's always been a hype train too and you combine it with our disappointment last year it's the perfect recipe. You seem to be having a little technical difficulties right now. Oh, okay. Can you see me right now?
1: Yeah, yeah. You, you, you're you frozen. The The screens keep going out. Back. They, they keep going in and out. But, I mean, oh, okay. you can continue, man. I, I kind of get the gist of okay. what you're talking about. Go Is that ahead. better? We're, Is that, that better now? now?
0: Perfect. So, yeah, yeah it's just yeah, basically the perfect recipe combined with New York, Miami's Ascension, right, and the New York market. Right. And Buffalo being, you know, a team that's been the We've been deep picked for two, almost two, two and a half years. Besides, you know, we've been the ones that take that. We're the ones that are going to take down the chiefs. We're the ones that have Josh Allen. Right. And we haven't done it yet. So we're the targets now. So I, and I think we can, but we can turn this around and wear it with a badge of honor. Oh, absolutely. You know, going forward.
1: Yeah. Like you said, man, this is one of the best rosters, but that the, Praising the bills, talking about what we have going on, the positives, just isn't. It's not what's popular right now. What, what's popular? Uh, what's actually popular is to, is to to crush the bills, to talk trash about it. So, um, you know, even when even when you think the story the no, even you think there is no story, there becomes a story. Like a story gets created. So this week we had uh Stephen A go on to uh I believe it was first take or whatever show he's on in on ESPN, whatever it is. I've stopped watching the because of you know some of the uh some of the hot takes that come out of there. Um you know, it it seems less about it it seems less about the actual sport and more about let's see who's gonna say the wildest thing to get the most buzz. I guess that that's what sells now, but, um, Stephen, A. came on and, uh, came on his show and he said, uh, you know, we're not going to let the Buffalo bills off the hook. Right. Uh, you know, the way that they've floundered in the playoffs and different things like that. And, um, then he went to talk about, uh. Oh, and Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen, those guys. He said, Oh, when Stefan Diggs doesn't want to be in Buffalo anymore. I have my sources. I think he meant to say sauces because his sources are about or about as relevant as a, a two-dollar bottle of ranch sauce or hot sauce from the supermarket. Because less than you know, less than five hours after. That came out. He said what he said on television. And of course, it caused a buzz, and you know, it, it was talked about and people tweeted about it. Stefan Diggs gets right on Twitter and says, This is not a story. I I'm good. I'm happy to be in Buffalo. I want to still be here. Like I don't know where he got this information from, but it definitely wasn't me. Um, I he said he thought he nipped it in the bud. Steph, we did too, man. I mean, we thought you nipped it. We thought you nipped it in the butt as well, but apparently, no. Apparently, apparently it's still a story. Stephen A did later on go on and uh on his podcast. And uh I don't know if it was a retraction, was just more along the lines of I'm acquiescing to the player and what he's saying, but I still want to remain. I still want to keep a certain level of credibility, saying that my sources told me this. So maybe my sources and Stefan Diggs are not on the same page when now, and they were at a previous time in the few in the past. But um, you know, and and we're no we're no strangers to this, right? Beyond all all summer long, not. all off season, Twitter's been a buzz about. How the Bills are, it's over for the Bills. They're, they're, they're not that good. The, the team has missed this window. Everybody's caught up. It's, you know, they lost to the Bengals. It's over for them the way they lost it. Oh my God, they're, they're done. Von Miller's too old. Uh, what? Oh, Boyer Hyde is too old. Hyde's coming off a neck injury. These guys are not a Josh Allen's a turnover machine. You can't get it done. McDermott can't get it done. The defense is going to fall apart. The offense—you you don't have a running game. All of these things. Josh Allen's the running game. Um, we heard all of that this offseason in Twitter, uh, you know, and you know, it, it's only one way for—it's only one way to 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 get this. It, it's, it's only one way for this to change. It's only one way for the media, the narratives to change. It's only one way to get the narratives to change on Twitter. And that is to go out there and win
0: the whole damn thing. Okay? Just, yep. Just like that, those videos we made, right? Like, when, you know, win the whole damn thing and be on Dawkins And you, you know, Whittle, you know what they always say? Like, in you know, I've had friends that work in sports and even, you know, the news realm. Timing is everything, right? Like, right. If, if the Bills – and we're going to get, you know, to the game last Saturday, but – if Josh Allen threw three touchdowns and Stefan Diggs caught two, would Stephen A have had that segment on Monday? Right? The Bills coming it's off 13 pleasure. penalties, right? Like it, it was perfect timing. The Bills look bad. I mean, we we can't get around that. We're gonna get into that later. But you know, it's all about timing. It's it's Monday, right? They're trying to come up with topics and they're like, hey, Steve, you know, we're still not sure. It feels like they don't believe Stefan Diggs at this mm-hmm. point. That that that's how I'm taking it, right? And maybe mm-hmm. Stephen A. does have a source. I mean, you and I are very familiar with Stephen A., right? I mean, we're right. from the East Coast. We, you know, he was with the Daily News, Philadelphia Inquirer. He's one of the best writers I ever saw for the NBA. I mean, he Stephen A. is one of the best in the business, no matter how you slice it, right? But football is not his top, top forte, right? But that's not – it's not even about that, though, right? It's about – I mean, the source could be anything, right? I mean, it's such an open-ended kind of – oh, my source could have been – someone on Twitter right it could have been someone that direct messaged me who maybe works for the bills who said something and you know or overheard something in the hallway I mean it could be anything right so
1: right
0: you know I'm glad Diggs was quick to go on there and, and put it an into it I I think it's just you know we're like Missouri right now we don't, we got it's got to be we show me we, you know we, when it comes to them we just got to go out there and play our game if we come out smoking this year four and one, five and, one and if Diggs is doing his thing is all gonna dissipate right if we come out struggling they're gonna they're gonna pile on i mean we're we're a target for them right now that
1: that's that's fair hundred percent fair um and just to like piggyback off of that man i got a little stephen a smith story myself Mm -hmm. uh i was in college working at madison square garden i was bartending in the madison club yes the, I know that the, the,
0: the, the, a lot of I've upper crust of people in the but,
1: Madison Club. Yeah. You know what I'm oh, saying. Sorry, sorry.
0: I I don't have that credit to get in there, little, but I have heard of it. <laughs> right.
1: Be- beautiful, 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 place. Um, and you know, one night we're closing up. It was after. I want to say it was. At, I I know it was after a Knicks game. I'm not sure if it was after a Knicks playoff game or not, but I know it was after a Knicks game. And uh, Stephen A. comes walking into the madison club like he was passing through and you know stephen a real smooth brother he came through with something very nice on his arm you know and i'm not talking about a watch
0: or a (laughs) (laughs) handbag
1: so you know he comes by the bar or
0: anything yeah (laughs) yes
1: sir yes sir so he he walks by the bar and say "Something, stephen a man I, i see you brother he say man you know how I do, and he and he kept it. He kept the movie. You know, he dapped me up and all of that. I, I appreciate it. Like he, he wasn't. I appreciate guys like that because, yeah, he, he's at a he's at a status level where he doesn't have to talk to the bartender. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to do that, but he does because he's a real brother, and that's awesome. I don't doubt that he heard that. Mm-hmm. I just. I, and I'm not doubting that he heard what he said. He heard from his source. I'm just doubting whether or not the source was being completely honest, or the source really has access to stuff like that. And the reason why I say that is because all summer long, all off season after the playoff game, right? We had to deal with is Steph mad. Is Steph and Josh okay? Steph doesn't want to be a Bill anymore. Steph wants to go play with his brother in Dallas. Steph wants to go to Kansas City. Steph wants to go to another team. He doesn't want to be there anymore. We had to deal with this all offseason. And throughout the offseason, Stephon Diggs at any moment could have shut everything down by saying, hey, I'm good. I'm happy. We just had a, I just had a, 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 a rough moment Or I just had a human moment Emotions got the best of me Whatever whatever He could have spun it any way he wanted to He never did
0: mm-hmm. he
1: Never I stepped agree. in front of a microphone And said Everything's okay I'm fine He mm-hmm. didn't He was very big with his tweets He was very cryptic with his messaging And Once OTAs and Mini can't mandatory mini started. He came in, he came into Buffalo that weekend before mandatory mini started. Monday morning, he had this meeting with Bean and McDermott. He's in the building. Mini's mandatory mini started on Tuesday. He needed to have a conversation with the quarterback. with 17, 17 and 14, have their conversation. And whatever happened, it didn't go 14's way or 14 didn't hear what he wanted to hear and 14 got out of Dodge, okay? He got out of the building. He Wherever he went, you know, only he, him and his team know. Um, he got out of Dodge and uh, when McDermott was questioned later on that day, actually it was early. I think it was like 10 o'clock i think the press conference was like 10 like between 10 and eleven or something like that it was early and uh, they asked him, they said you know steph is not here are you concerned he said yeah i'm you know, i'm very concerned and my me as a i'm a parent you know i have, i have, i have a few kids mm-hmm. um and you know i spent time in the military uh reached a, reached a, a senior nCO level. Um, NCO is non-commissioned officer For people who don't know uh, So I was a platoon sergeant I was in charge of a number of soldiers And uh, You know if I If I meet up with my soldiers And we're you know we're at drill Or we're at our unit or wherever we are And we break out For lunch And everybody leaves Right and one of my soldiers Don't come back At, at that one o'clock formation if somebody asks me if I'm calling and not getting a response, if not getting not getting a return call. I'm asking people, hey, where's such and such? No one knows. I'm concerned. So if somebody asks me, you have 18 soldiers under your command. Mm-hmm. 17 have shown up after 18 were here this morning. 18 were here this morning 18 got in their cars and they drove off to go pick up lunch now only 17 have returned are you concerned yes yeah of course I I I'm thinking the worst I'm thinking car accident I'm thinking maybe they got pulled over they can't get to the phone what if something happened to this so what I'm thinking the worst because I care
0: you can that
1: you can't fault McDermott for that People I want agree. to say that McDermott made this situation bigger than what it needed to be. No, McDermott was honest.
0: you, you, and- you know what made it bigger, Whittle, more than anything else, and it, it, that was tremendous. Like so many great points, I could unpack that for for the rest of the show. Um, tone is everything, right? Like in right. today's right. in today's world of you know text messages, Twitter, right, Instagram. All you know, we we see things. If I tell you, Whittle. Yeah, you know, if I say, Are you really concerned? Oh, yeah, I'm and I'm really concerned, right? Now, that that sounds different, right? Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm really concerned about the player, but the way he said it was kind of a coach speak thing, right? He said, Oh, yeah, of course, I'm very concerned, like, Yeah, he's my guy, I'm the leader of this team. It could have been Stefan Diggs, it could have been you know, the seventh string offensive lineman on our 90 man roster, he's still going to be concerned, very concerned. So, right. t- people took it in print when you read it in print, right? It comes across as Ooh, wow, you know, McDermott says he's very concerned about Stefan Diggs. So tone is very important. If you watch the tone, I've watched, how many times have we rewatched that replay? I probably watched it 10 or 12 times easily, right? And you just see it. It's not as if he's specifically saying, you know, it's, Steph. man, I'm just so concerned about Steph right now in the context of him wanting to be here or him not getting along. He's concerned he's not there. He's going to be concerned about any player that's not going to be there. So that's how I really took it.
1: Right, right, hundred percent, man. And um, you know, with that being said, uh, Steph, you know, did report the very next day, went through min- re- went through the rest of mini camp, pre, you know, preseason training camp, Etc, etc He finally took the podium and sat in front of the media, and he spoke very directly. So some things had to get worked out. You know, we family families fight. Right, families don't always see eye to eye, so he the the I I, I'm assuming the conversations that needed to be had were had, and Steph said, I am here, I am fine, I want to retire a Buffalo Bill. He could have said this at any point over the summer and shut all of this down, but he didn't. He had these conversations, he sat in front of the media after these conversations, and then he said, I'm good now. And you believed him over the summer when he wasn't saying anything, and you 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 believed it and said, this is negative, this is negative, we believe Steph, but then when Steph comes out and says, I'm good, I want to be here. Oh, he's just saying that we don't believe him now because it's positive. Absolutely. Because 100%. it's positive. Hey Will, you know
0: if for any? Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, anyone of our that knows our history, two of our greatest players ever, by 1989, Thurman Thomas on his on his show, right? Said, okay, what Thurman? What is the uh, what is the weakness of the of the Buffalo Bills? So he he just said quarterback straight out. Could you imagine if that happened today? What would be said on Twitter? What would be said? I mean, it would be it would be a complete sh- storm of epic proportions, right? right. I, yeah, I. But look what happened with Thurman and Jim. Mm-hmm. That was a tough season. We, we we lost the division round. We were nine and seven. It, it was very tumultuous. They call that the bickering Bills. If you you know anybody knows from nineteen eighty nine, but what happened in nineteen ninety? They put it together. Yeah. The response yeah. that we made Super Bowl yeah. four straight years. Now granted, we didn't win it. That's not what this mm-hmm. is about. It's about the response to what was going on. Right? They they had a lot of internal issues in eighty nine. I'm not saying this team is the same. Right? The key now is what's the response, right? We hear about the culture here, right? What if we hear about how great it is. We hear about which I believe it is, right? With Bean and McDermott, and it comes from the ownership and and Josh and, and Diggs and, and Micah Hyde so many leaders we have on, on this team, right? Internally, this is this is a good stress test. Like, how are they gonna handle this, right? After a very disappointing finish last year, let's find out what we're really made of going into 2023. And I think if they if that culture is real. I don't think it's going to be that big of a problem.
1: No, I agree with you. I agree with you hundred percent, man. Um, and just to, to, to kind of add to that uh, the, the culture that was built here um, was built on, 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 on McDermott and his no nonsense, you know, perfectly chiseled jawline of, uh, you know, strategy. Like he, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, He's a wrestler. He's a tough guy. Like that's the type of strat that that's type of culture that was built here. We're gonna do things the right way. We're gonna get the right type of people in here. And that's how we're gonna conduct our business. Um and I, I can't, you know, and, and I, I would be lying if I said that. Uh that that's not that's not that's not a great thing. It's a great thing. It's a great thing. Like look at you know, look at look at what we've built so far. Um look further into why this team has been good. And it's been because of, number one, they drafted a great quarterback, right? They saw mm-hmm. they saw a guy in, in from Wyoming, uh, from Fireball, California, quarterback from Wyoming that was under the radar, live arm, kind of a uh, wild card type of player. He could he, he, he could have went either way, but they coached him and they coached him well. Brian Dayball coached him hard. He was very made sure Josh was accountable for every single mistake and that was something that we lost when Dayball went and took that job with the Giants. And I know we're kind of getting off topic and off track right now, but I, I think this I think this is important when we're talking about this season, this this upcoming season. Um there we we as Bills fans on Twitter our, our, our group um of bills fans on twitter that you know constantly we, we constantly interact um we all agree that there was no adult in the room last year for josh allen uh he kind of just was there Dayball ball was gone dorsey was in the booth uh joe brady and josh are tight you know what i mean like they're, they're cool so there was really no adult in the room and you know there was some Mistakes, there were some errors where Josh, there were some errors that Josh made that were uncharacteristic. He had not had a red zone turnover prior to um, last year. So uh, maybe that's Diggs' role, right? Uh, There were complaints about his leadership when he came to Miami and when he came from Minnesota about, you know, he was a diva and all this other stuff. And he's been nothing but a great teammate. He's been nothing but a great uh an essential part of what, what's been built here. And maybe that's his role, not just 120 catches and 14, 13, 1400 yards and 10 touchdowns. Maybe his role is to be, you know, that, 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 that stable, that stabilizing force for Josh. Uh, maybe that's what that's, maybe that's his job. And, and why not? He's a, He's got the catcher He's got the resume for it. Um, as good as Josh has been. He wasn't going to get there without Steph. And as good as Steph is, he wasn't going to get there without Josh. So, you know, here we are. As as important as, as Josh is to this team, Steph, in my opinion, is nearly as important. He's almost as important as Josh. Quarterback is obviously the biggest position. We get it. But right after that, man, on this offensive side of the football, it's Steph, man. This offense runs because of him. You know, everybody it, it, else eats because of that.
0: That's right. And, you know, I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't concerned about what you just said about Joe Brady and about Ken Dorsey in. Listen, we all want to work with people we get along with. Right. Right. Well, right? Like right. Like if I was under your platoon. Right. And you and I are friends. Right. I, like even if you and I are very friendly, I would hope and like you being in the command would tell me if I'm doing something wrong. Right. You know what I mean? Like if Josh is doing something wrong or he needs to step up, I, I don't want it to be like, Oh, you know, I just have my friends around everything's great. And Josh gets to do whatever he wants. Like sometimes you need to be held accountable. And maybe that's like you said, maybe that's Steph's role now. Like maybe it's not comfortable. Right. But somebody needs to do it and I, and I'm okay with it. You know, I think it's just the fact we saw it a little bit on the screen in the playoff game. Again, terrible loss. There's Steph. Yeah, you know, and everybody's going to jump to conclusions. That's it's the optics, right? It's how things look. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's just that's just the way people react to things, right? But but I agree right. with you. We need a step in the room to kind of keep Josh in check. like. And I hope those around them are not just like, "Hey, it's great to tell office jokes because Josh loves to joke around." Wonderful, that's great. I I'm okay with that in the locker room. I think that's part of what makes this culture great in Buffalo, and why players want to come here, right? But you also you got to put the pedal to the metal when. Things are getting tough, right? You got to be able to rise above that, not just. And I think that's where maybe some of Steph's frustration was.
1: Okay, well, we we actually just had a, we had a we had a live comment, uh, but the 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 viewer kind of stepped off. But ah. we're gonna get into we're gonna get into that as well. Uh, I'm I'm gonna put it up, man. I'll put it up on the screen if you wanna. How would you I guys really want to tackle this one, man. I, I'm gonna let you go ahead and, and jump on that, man. But I really want to tackle this.
0: One. Well, I mean, on the surface, I mean, you know, we saw what Jonathan Taylor did to us in the COVID year, right? Now, granted, it's a different team, different offensive line and whatnot, but this would make the, the Dolphins dangerous for this season. I mean, there's no question about it. Does it move the meter for them two to three wins? I mean, that's debatable, right? We, we have to see how that works out. But it also depends what they have to give up, too, because, you know, we know they're going to have some cat problems next year. Uh, on top of it, can they – sign Jonathan Taylor long-term what's the price of putting him on the roster and J- Jonathan Taylor has been hurt a couple of times too not I'm not putting him down I'm not because I think he's a great running back and I would love to have him on our team for the right price but what is that price so it, it, it would make them even more formidable of course yes but I already think they're pretty formidable already so okay Go ahead, Whittle. I'd love it
1: Spin, spin, and spend some more. Go get Jonathan Taylor. Go get him. You know why? Because look at the core of this team. Even if you add Jonathan Taylor, Tua has not proven to be able to stay healthy for a full season. Taron Armstead not proven to be healthy for a full season. Xavier Howard has been injured every season over the last couple of years. Jalen Ramsey got a laundry list of injuries. Now, he hasn't missed a ton of games, but he's got a laundry list full of injuries. Bradley Chubb. Injuries. Jalen Phillips. (laughs) Injuries. Chosen Anderson. Injuries. Go get him. Get him, please. Because it's going to make your team slightly better. It moves the needle a tad bit but Jonathan Taylor does a lot of his damage behind Quinn Nelson, and Ryan Kelly, and the rest of that offensive line. Right, like they had they had a few other guys back back when they beat up on us. They had a few other guys, but but now they they they've got a solid group of young uh, offensive linemen out there. Um, they took Bernard Raymond uh, last year in the draft, not this past draft, but the year before Bernard Raymond. He was a uh, Kind of like a, uh, a athletic, you know, prototype type kid, full of size, got all the size, all the athleticism, but not really a ton of um, offensive tackle experience uh, outside of his college years. Um, and the year before that, I want—I think his name is Brayden Smith. I think it's Brayden Smith. Bro, listen, like that. I think twenty. That was twenty twenty-one. I think that was like the first year I dove heavy into the draft. I dove heavy into that draft. And he was a kid that I looked into and I was like, God, I don't ask for much, but I'm asking that this young man find his way into the Buffalo Bills team. And he he didn't, we ended up going in different directions, but um, yeah, I I would love it, man, because if they bring in JT, they got to extend him, and Taylor's going to want somewhere between, you know, 13 to 15 million dollars I think the asking price right now was like 14 so he's going to want 14 a year he's going to want that at least 3 years say goodbye to Christian Wilkins still got to you know at at some point you're going to have to re-sign Connor Williams they're going to have to uh, sign Jalen Waddle Javon Holland they got to figure something out at corner uh, because X has got a big deal Ramsey's got a big deal. Um, they're gonna have to resign Jalen Phillips, and you still gotta pay to her. So do it. Bring them in. Blow your cap up, and we'll see you in two years when you're when you're a four win team again. But that's that's where I'm at with that. But let's 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 move on. Um, and yeah, thank
0: you for that comment, by the way, Mister. Yeah, GPM- we do appreciate MP, it, it Mister.
1: JD. Kid 92 man, you were the first. We will always remember you. I'm That's right. Out of your comment, man. You're the first one. Um, the Steelers game, uh, Brian, it was bad. Uh, the starters came out there and they looked bad. Or did they? I was not overly... I, I, knee-jerk reaction time. Oh my god, we play horrible. The Steelers first team embarrassed our first team on both sides of the football. Oh my god, you know what? Are we gonna do this team? This team may not make the playoffs. No, 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 no. Look, we gotta look a little closer. Okay. Interior of the offensive line for the Buffalo Bills played well. Whether it was Ryan Bates, it was Osiris Torrance, it was uh whether it was David Edwards, Mitch Morris. Or, um, of McGovern, those guys play well. Deion Dawkins needs hey, he's come on, bro. You're from Jersey, like Deion. Get it, we got to get it together, baby. Please, exactly, we gotta get it together, man. You know, we're always stand up, by the way. Um, exactly, and, that's right. And, and Spencer Brown, I, I didn't think Spencer Brown had a super bad game either. Like, you know, he was going up against TJ Watt, man. I mean, they they. The address for the Steelers are some of the best in the league, so you're going to get beat from time to time when you're going up against the elite of the elite talent, and that's what the Steelers have on the edge especially. So I don't think that that was bad. Uh, Jordan Poyer continues to take bad angles and does not have the speed to recover from them. Uh, we've seen this in multiple... We've seen this multiple times. Tyreek Hill, you he did it then. Uh, last year, I mean, just pick a game. It's, it's – I, lo- I love Joe Emporia, man. He was a 4-6 guy when he got drafted. So here we are, ten, you know, 8, 9, 10 years later, you know, he's getting old. And the defense. game's gotten faster. And the game's right. gotten
0: faster in 10 years. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah.
1: So, you know – um, that that's gotta get cleaned up. Uh but I, I can't lie, like offensively, I, I feel like we were okay. I mean, I thought we ran the ball. I thought we were solid. We're running the football. Um, again, the Steelers have a very they like their front seven is amazing. Quan Alexander is everywhere. Um, and that, that front that front line of TJ Watts, I Smith. Um, I don't think I don't know if Hayward played yesterday, but uh Ben definitely did. I mean, I don't know if Hay- Cam Hayward played, but Ben played. You know, they got they got they got some guys over there, man. Uh, that rotation is extremely tough. We talked to Guru last week about it, and he broke all of that down. But I, I do think that there's positives to take from what we saw last week. But just as easy as I'm taking the positives, I, I am worried about middle linebacker Terrell Dodson looked bad he looked very bad he looked indecisive he looked out of place he looked confused and you know we can't have that cuz teams are going to run at us so we we need our linebacker we need our middle linebacker to uh kind of get in there and take take some of the take take some of those second level blocks and let milano kind of do his thing um coverage wise you know I thought Dane Jackson kind of got beat a little bit. Uh, Kyrie Elam looked a little shaky, um, but you know, all, all in all, man, I think I don't think we showed a lot on defense. I don't think we showed. Uh, I don't think we 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 got we were aggressive. I think we just kind of played some vanilla things, and, and and you know, it was what it was. They clearly, the Steelers clearly were more charged up from that game than we were. Uh that was evident from the kickoff that they were ready to go. And you know, we we treated it, I don't think we treated that game as uh the I don't think we treated I don't think we gave that game the respect that it deserved, uh in my opinion. But um how, how did you feel watching the game?
0: Well yeah it's funny because I, I got I had to rewatch it, but I got home. I thought the game was an hour later than it started. I get on oh, see fourteen nothing. I'm like, oh man, wow! <laughs> like, okay, they didn't quite expect that right away, right? But right. watching it, I, I kind of agree with a lot of what you said. Especially, maybe wasn't as it wasn't as bad as it seems. It wasn't as good as it seems at times either. If that makes sense, right? Like Spencer Brown did have a couple of, of decent moments. I mean, yeah, he, he a couple of the plays weren't very good. Deion Dawkins was a mess. We know that, right? It is preseason, but don't the Steelers remind you a little bit of the 2019, maybe even 2020 Bills? Right now, they're hungry, and they and they show it. They they got a second-year quarterback, right? We all know they're well-coached, but they got they got so many good players in that defense. They're going to be a very uncomfortable team to play against this year for anybody on their schedule, and that is a team that I really do not want to see come playoff time. I'm going to put it really? up there right now. No, because because of their defense, I I'm just their their defense if healthy. It, I think we could win. I think we'll win, Little. I'm not saying that we're gonna lose. It's just gonna be a very uncomfortable type game where it's gonna be a grind out kind of situation. You know, it's ones that we're not accustomed to all the time. That that's my general thought on that. But having said that, I agree. The thing that stuck out for me is the penalties, and I want to get your opinion on something on this in a second. But thirty what twelve penalties and a half? I believe uh it
1: at least, at least twelve.
0: And, and you talked about McDermott about you know the the discipline and all this. That I guess that was a concern. But let me ask you something about the preseason in terms you know, we we're implementing it. I mean, it's it's the same defense, but it has to have some different wrinkles, right? I would imagine than it right. than it did under Leslie Frazier. All right, maybe the Bills are playing more aggressive. Maybe they're trying to test things, see what the refs call, see what the refs don't call. I mean, if there is at all it is preseason, right? So maybe there's something to that. We got new pieces. They're trying to, you know, maybe McDermott's trying to find out how far could I go with being aggressive. And listen, I'm not even sure if there's something to what I'm saying, but I hope I'm trying to, I'm trying to make sense of, of that. And maybe there was something to it because now's the time to work out these kinks as we go into the regular season. Uh,
1: Absolutely. Um, I I would say that I, I just, I, I really don't know what, they were thinking that like, I, I mean, the, when it, we came out in like a four two, five, we came out in that nickel and it was just basically like a shell coverage where we just thought, let's just keep everything in front of us. And the Steelers came out and they executed a really, really, really good run play with uh, Jalen Warren. And he took the ball, took it. He took it for 62 yards uh, down the sideline. But the way it was blocked up, it was it was very very it was very well well done. I mean, they were they executed very well. Um, I don't think that that's going to happen in the regular season. I think that if I had to speculate or guess, I would say McDermott's trying to figure out how good teams are going to try to attack us. So let's play the show and see what they want to do. And what's the first thing they did? They went after Dane Jackson, and they ran the ball to the side that didn't have Von Miller. Mm-hmm. Good point. So, you we we kind of we kind of got got an understanding of what of what's gonna happen on that side. They ran away from Rousseau. Rousseau's an excellent run blocker. So oh, yes. we got to figure out right. So that that's where that middle linebacker piece comes into play. That middle linebacker has to be aggressive on run downs. He has to attack the hole. He has to attack the gap, whether it's the A gaps or the B gaps. He's got to attack it. Our safeties. That's going to free up our safeties. That's going to free up our line, uh, the other uh, uh, the linebackers and corners to make plays. You know what I'm saying? So, um, we'll we'll see what happens. I, I thought I thought Kyle Allen had a better game. Um, you know, Murray was was fine. Uh, Mims Mims was fine. I mean, you know the guys that we expected to to look good looked looked good. Uh, Kincaid looked great. Kincaid looked great. I think we got a, uh, I think we got a, a preview of what what to expect from uh, Josh and Kincaid. It looked very smooth. Kincaid's a smooth route runner. He catches the ball effortlessly, tucks it away, and he's upfield. I, I love that. It reminds me of Cole Beasley, just a bigger, wider, taller, heavier version. Um uh, but you know I, I I liked what I saw. Um the uh, offensive tackle situation. Mm. Brandon Shell retires. Tommy Doyle is out for the year now. Yeah poor guy. What are we doing? What do we gotta do? So so what what the Jason Peters thing is out there. The man is 40. I mean, I, I don't know. He's 40, right? We, we lost two tackles, though. Um, I would be – I don't know how you feel about it, but I know I would be – I would welcome Jason Peters. Come back home, be a coach, you know, be a coach in pads, basically. You know, you come in, we'll pay you to vet men, whatever it is. You 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 coach these guys up. You give them you give them the you give them the game and, and 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 especially Spencer Brown man. If he could come in and just make Spencer Brown a better player, I, I would be. That would be beautiful because Spencer Brown, all the physical tools in the world would be great. Um, and then they were talk they just talk about a uh, a left uh, right tackle, um, out of Arizona. The name right now is escaping me, so I don't want to. Um, guess and I probably should have looked this up, but I didn't know that I didn't know this is the direction I was gonna go with it. But um yeah, just kind of give I mean I can look it up on my phone, but you know we'll we'll just move on. We got Josh Jones.
0: It. I believe Josh yeah, Jones, I, is I, think guy? That's, I think that I
1: think that's the guy. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the guy. Uh so that that's an option. And then the emergency if you know if, if break glass if emer- if if it's an emergency is uh Osiris Torrance at right guard and Ryan Bates at right tackle. He's played tackle before. He's our Swiss Army knife on the offensive line. So, you know, and, and and listen, Josh is elite at avoiding pressure and buying himself more time. So he don't need much. It's not like he needs a lot, he just needs just needs a little bit, man. Uh so yep. You know, we'll 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 see what happens with that. But I, I I'm at the I'm at the point where I trust Brandon Bean. I trust Bean to do something. His track record on the offensive line and defensive line is not great, but I trust him to do something because you know we we just lost two tackles. We have to replenish that that we have to replenish that that that
0: area. Um, do, do you think? thinking about our wide receiver room, right? I mean, I thought Justin Shorter did enough to earn a spot, right? I know Grant was third stringers, but he looked good, right? You think the Bills would look into moving a guy like Shakir for offensive line piece? Potentially, if there is someone that is interested, would you want to do something like that is the real question? Because we're in our Super Bowl window, right? As much as I like Shakir, if you're telling me I can get an offensive lineman that can help us win it all right now, even if it's not a, a huge role, is that something you're interested in?
1: Or- if you asked me this last week, I would have said no. Mm-hmm. But after that Steelers game, the answer is yes. Like mm-hmm. I like Shakir. I love his potential. Yeah, man. And 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 the reason the reason for this is that I think these guys that they have that they brought in for for camp these these third string guys and these these second and third string wide receivers I think they look good. Like Isabella looks good here. He looks good in his offense. Um, yeah. So Isabella, cheap. you know, his speed is amazing. Uh, he, he looks good here. I mean, and and like you said, shorter look good. So there, there's there's some potential there that that's untapped that maybe we can get out of. Him. So yeah, man. I mean, sure, why not? I like. <laughs> Only because we're in our Super Bowl. Why not? He's a fifth-round pick, man. Ultimately, he's a fifth-round pick. He was a fifth-round pick. So if we can trade him and get a starting caliber, right tackle, why not, man? Why not?
0: And like you said, at least, you know, our depth has been compromised by injuries. Yeah, has been a a, a decent part of it. And, you know, we can't worry about Spencer Brown's feelings right now. We're in our Super Bowl window, right? You know what I mean? As much as I like Mm -hmm. a guy like Khalil Shakir, OK, great potential, but I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to trade him for the chip every every single time. Right. So oh, and, and that's not a knock against him whatsoever. But, yeah, I, I do expect uh, being to strike at some point, whether it's trade or, of course, after almost a thousand player cutdown day, it's going to be on the 29th, I believe, which is yes, unbelievable. I mean, there's going to be some talent, but there's a lot of competition out there, too. Little there's a lot of teams that need tackle help. That need depth. I mean, even
1: our there own division, is, there is. But those guys are free agents. They can choose to go wherever they want. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm a right tackle, and you know I've got some good film, I've got some good film out there. I've got you know some talent. We got. I know I, I could probably get some more
0: room. Yeah, yeah. I know
1: I could probably start. Like if I'm a right tackle, I know I could probably start in Buffalo. So I'm if I'm Brandon Bean, I'm calling every agent for every tackle that gets cut and say, like, listen, you can come here and potentially earn a starting job on this right side. And oh, by the way, if you play well. We have a chance to win the Super Bowl. So. Why not? You know, why not?
0: Um, And I look. And I love what you said about Jason Peters. I mean, wouldn't that be a great full circle if he comes back to the Bills? I mean, that would be unbelievable. I I would love it. I just hated the way they traded him. I couldn't stand that. that, Of course, that oral GM, don't get me started on him. But, you know, it would be – oh, no, no, really? No, no, No. uh, Russ Brandon. Russ Brandon, that guy was the worst GM in our history. But, you know, it would be great. I mean, Super Bowl champion, right? Guy's going to be a Hall of Famer, right? I mean, yes, he's 40, but in small doses – Jason Peters was still pretty solid last year. He wasn't bad. Like he had some well, decent moments. So is it? Nothing us? but a
1: number, Beyond. I yeah. mean, yeah. look at look at the team, look at the team that plays in in, in Jersey. Mm-hmm.
0: That's right. Rogers is 39.
1: <laughs> Al Woods is 39. The 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 left tackle. Um what's the what's their left tackle? Dwayne Brown. Dwayne, Dwayne Brown. Brown will be 30. Dwayne Brown will be 38 in seven days. Happy birthday, by the way. They, during, there you happy go. Birthday. <laughs> yeah. Dude, <that's>, they're old. <laughs> they are old. CJ Mosley is, is like 30-something. They're, they're old. Yeah. They're, they're an older yeah. group as well. So, yeah. yeah, if we can get Jason Peters in here. At, he ain't, he doesn't have to play 17 games either. Not at we all. Really, Dude, we really just need you in December and January, to be honest. Exactly. We'll, exactly. We can handle the rest. Of, you know, yeah. the team will handle everything else. Just yeah. – Hold down that right side for the last you know, few weeks of the season. Um, that would be perfect. But with that being said, this weekend, we have the Bears. The Bears. The Chicago Bears. Um, You see what time it is, man? We're going to blow right through this uh, one hour. <laughs> uh, yeah, this
0: is what happens. It's, it's good stuff. We could go two, three hours if we really want to.
1: Yeah, we're going to blow right through this first hour, <laughs> man. Um, <laughs> so the bears man chicago disappointed season last year uh, you know one of the worst teams in football last year and uh you know they they made they had a lot of money to spend um they they had a lot of money to spend and they spent it they went out and they got guys that are gonna help this team uh electric talent at at, at quarterback in justin fields um I really 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 want things to work out for him. I just have my doubts based on what I've watched. Um, and I, I like some of the I like the moves that they've been making man like they drafted the kid out of Washington Gordon as uh, the cornerback and he's I think they're playing him in the slot now. I believe they're playing him in the slot, which is good for him because he's extremely reactive. He's not the most athletic guy on that roster, but he's 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 a very very smart player. Uh, he, he definitely make makes plays, and he's solid man. He doesn't mind sticking his nose in it and uh, helping out in the run game. Um, uh, they dra- uh and they drafted uh, Jaquan Brisker last year as well. Um, the, not this past draft, but the, the draft prior. Uh, Jaquan mm-hmm. Brisker, you know safety prospect kid. I mean, he, he's, he's going to be, he's going to be a very good player. I, I'm hesitant to say star, but I think he has star. I think he has star quality all, all, all over star potential all over for sure. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of Cole Komet, the tight end. I'm a fan of, you know, they, they, they were, they, they did have a, a, a slower running backs that they were, um, you know that they were trusting to hand the ball off to and you know outside of outside of those you know those guys I mean they took jack Sanborn as well last year late round pick I like Sanborn I think he's a uh old school middle linebacker type you know you 6'3", 240 250 pound guy that's gonna come in there and knock your head off um so you know just just not a lot of talent outside of that but they come into this year they spent a ton of money in free agency. They brought in a bunch of guys, and we got a nice little graphic that we are going to show you guys. So yeah, they lost David Montgomery, Riley Reef. Those are really the the main guys that they that they that they lost. Uh, but uh, look at this list of key additions, man. DJ Moore, thousand yard receiver. Jermaine Edmonds, you know, Pro Bowler, consistent Pro Bowler, hundred tackle guy. Uh, you know, top five middle top five middle linebacker in this league. Uh, TJ Edwards came out of that, um, out of the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, solid, solid. You know, he can play off ball, he can play uh, weak side. You know, he he's a versatile piece, you can move all over the place. Um, Yannick Ngakwe, pass rush specialist, nine and a half sacks. He 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 wakes up in the morning, he's going to get you nine and a half sacks in the season as long as he's healthy. Nate Davis, interior offensive lineman, uh solid guy in the run game, solid guy in pass, bro. Mercedes Lewis, Robert Tanya, two veterans. Um, Mercedes Lewis is like 50, but he's like one of the toughest people. He's old, bro. He's old. He's <laughs> the Peters look young, bro. <laughs> yes, he's one of the toughest guys you're ever gonna hear. Like the stories that they have about Mercedes Lewis are like they're ridiculous. They're ridiculous. Robert Tanya. Uh, Tight end to play for the Packers, really good player. I like him a lot. And uh, Deontay Foreman's another guy that stands out. Uh, Demarcus Walker, Andre, Bill- yeah, like they, they're just filling that roster out with with, with talent. Um, Rasheed Green, yeah, they, they, I mean they're just filling the roster out with talent, and they had the money to do it. And and this is a sign of a good GM. They went out and added to, to to their talent. So, based on what you see right there, I haven't even talked about the draft class. But you know, if, what what do you think about about the new look Bears? Just based off of what uh, based off of what we what we just saw.
0: Yeah, I and mean, you know, I see a team that's trying to surround their young quarterback, Justin Fields. Like you said, I I have reservations and doubts about him as well as a passer. You know, even from his Ohio State days, right? Because but the, key, the whole key for Justin Fields is you have to surround him with what he needs to succeed, right? And I think for Justin Fields is, I mean, he, he's so electric in the running game, as we know, right? Kind of like even like Josh can be at times. But I feel like, you know, once he gets that confidence to stay in the pocket and trust himself and go through his reads and do what he's got to do, he, he, this is a big year for him to take that step. I feel like seven wins or so for Chicago and the seat, But I think the biggest thing for them is, is Justin Fields, my guy going forward that, you know, the moves have been great. And I think it's going to help them get to that point and establish themselves. But to me, 2023 is all about where to, where am I sitting with Justin Fields? Cause these contracts, these quarterbacks are getting now, whittle. I mean, you see what Daniel Jones got in New York, $40 million. I mean, Daniel Jones is a solid QB. You and I like him, right. Mm-hmm. But that's the kind of money you got to shelve out. So you better be sure that he is your guy. So that's how it just in a very basic way of looking at the bears. That's how I see it. And I want you to get to the draft because I know they have your guy, uh, no. i and the guy that we, we wanted. So,
1: no, they they got a couple of guys that I like, but uh, yeah. just to just to, to to like to even add on to what you're saying about you know where the Bears need to go from where they where they were last year. Look at this, man. Mm. 2022 defensive stats ranks last points per game, yards allowed, mid middle and turnovers. Their pass rush was ridiculously bad. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe was a huge, huge addition, huge addition. Um, Rushing yards allowed, they were the worst. And passing yards allowed, I mean, they're they're middle of the road, but at the end of the day, they're middle of the road because – we can run the ball on you, so mm-hmm. I mean, the games, yep. right? We, and, and we're playing. And when we played uh, Chicago last year, we ran the ball for like two fifty or something like, mm-hmm. or, or, or I think it might have been like two seventy. We we ran the ball for a ton of yards that it game. Sure like did. Singletary had, uh, uh, Singletary didn't have a hundred. Um, James Cook didn't have a hundred, and I don't think Josh had a hundred either, but. Collectively. It was like 270, 270 yards, man. It was it's horrible, man. They, they stunk last year. They 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 stunk. And yep, you know. Now we get Absolutely. into let's let's get into their draft. This is this is my area here, man.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> there he is.
1: Darnell, right. <laughs> Just Beyond, uh, tell the people man how much I talk. like I think I might have been the first person on Twitter and on NF like the NFL Twitter group, the NFL Twitter community that, that, that we that we're a part of. Um I think I might have been the first guy to, to bring just him to up.
0: just to put in perspective for our listeners, what Whittle was told telling me about Darnell Wright. And you went to the box. He was what second, third round, maybe, right? Yep. Like, it, and he just shot up like a rocket. Look where he got picked, tenth overall. So you were yep. you were way ahead of the curve on Darnell Wright.
1: I was telling people about Darnell Wright in like March. Like mm-hmm. I was talking about Darnell Wright in like mm-hmm. March, man, because I knew like you watch this kid on tape and the constantly moving his hand usage is excellent he's strong great anchor he 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 knows how to fight off he he can fight off the initial block and 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 then counter the counter from the pass rusher he's amazing man he's amazing and he's nasty he's a mean big mean kid um i I wish we could have i knew he was gonna go in the first round I was praying he didn't. I was praying he would slide to the second, but it just never happened. Um, pick number two, another guy I talked about extensively over the uh, offseason, uh Gervin Dexter Senior, six foot four, six five, 320 pounds. The kid is strong. I mean, he's farm strong, like huge. The, the, the he looks like he's chiseled, like it's like a, like an artist took a a boulder and just started chipping away and created this kid. He's, I mean, he's going to probably play a lot of nose tackle on his defense and, you know, he's going to be a gap. He's going to be a gap eater or he's going to be a uh, space eater, but he's got some, he's got some serious pop where he can, uh, you know, he can push the pocket right into the quarterback's lap. Um, second pick was Tyree Stevenson. I, I was not high on this kid at all. I watched him at Miami a little bit, and I was like, mm, "No, nah, I don't know how he's going to translate. I was wrong. I watched this kid play a couple of preseason games, and I think he's a gamer. I think he's going to be one of those kids that's better in the pros than he was in college. He's He looks amazing. Um, I'll get back to Zach Pickens in a second because I want to go to Roshan Johnson. A lot of people don't know who Roshan is and should because he was the he was the backup to Bijan he was the second guy to Bijan and Bijan got all of the hype but if Bijan was lightning this kid was thunder 230 pounds and i want to pull up i'm 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 going to pull up his uh his rats because i i just believe 100% that he, his RAS score had to be amazing. Roshan Johnson, RAS score. Yeah. This kid, 200, six foot, six foot one. Well, six, basically six feet tall. 225 pounds. The kid ran a four, five, eight. <laughs> who, who wants to tackle that? I, I don't. Have fun. Nope. Uh, yeah, good luck um Tyler Scott uh speedster out of Cincinnati uh Noah Sewell middle linebacker out of um Oregon so these these guys are solid solid players Terrell Smith I did look into him a little bit wasn't really high on him um I'm not sure if he's gonna make the squad they do have a they have, they have a terrible roster so he probably will and I I'm wish I hope for the best for him but Zach Pickens. I wanted this kid in Buffalo so bad because <laughs> he's a guy who can play inside and outside. If you ask me, that defense is that defense is going to be good because of Zach Pickens. I think Zach Pickens is the key to this draft class. I love Darnell Wright. Let me say he's the key on the defensive side of the football. I think Tariq Stevens is going to – I think – I think Tariq Stevenson is gonna have a very good career, but Zach Pickens is just I, I think he's that disruptive pass rushing force that's gonna be able to call that that's gonna be able to eat off of whatever the table, whatever table that Gervin Dexter sets, I think Pickens is gonna eat from that. And he can he's a guy that can play inside, he can play outside, um six three, six four, like about 280, 290. You know he does a little bit of everything. He's got great, great feet. Um, always moving, always active. Motor just doesn't stop. And I, I, I like their draft class, man. Um, Darn right, well, yeah, I, I lo-
0: me. Yeah, so. I like what they did with the two defensive tackles there, Whittle. Because when you get a guy like Tremaine Edmonds, right, you got to yep. give him, uh, you got to give him space, right? And having right, those right. two guys up front. It, it, that's the way you you gotta rebuild your defense from the inside out. And I, I like I agree with you. I like what they did there with those two D tackles and Darnell Wright, of course. Yeah,
1: and 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 Tremaine, Tremaine had his best season with us when we did what we got good play at, at defensive tackle. Once we got DaQuan mm-hmm. Jones here, Tremaine looked like looked like he belonged. He looked like uh he looked like the star player that we thought he was going to be coming out of Virginia Tech. Personally, we we played him out of position. Tremaine should have been uh, a weak side linebacker. He should have been an outside linebacker, which is what he was in college. We made him into a middle linebacker, but you know, that's neither here nor there. It is what it is. Water under the bridge. um, You know, would have been nice if we could have landed Jack Campbell, but here we are. Yeah. so, this weekend, me personally, all right, we got the bears. We know what they're you know, you know we played them last year. We know what they what they look like. you know what they you know what their issues mm-hmm. were. Uh, I'm looking for the offensive line to get out there and win. I'm, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the offensive line from left tackle to right tackle to have a very, very impressive game. um on the defensive side of the ball. I want them active I would like For McDermott to dial Up some blitzes and and let's Let's see what we can do with um, Putting Justin Fields Under pressure because he doesn't have Great pocket presence Uh, Justin Fields isn't great Dealing with pressure he's gonna Tuck it and run because he can So uh, I'd like to see That because I don't want to get into a uh, I don't want to have to deal With DJ Moore and Um I don't want to. Is, it, is it D, no? It's not DJ Moore, right? They got DJ Chark, right? No, DJ Chark
0: is on. Uh, I can't Carolina. No you, no, you were correct. It's DJ Moore. That is correct. Yeah, they
1: DJ Moore. It. Okay, so I don't want to deal with DJ Moore and Chase Claypool and Tyler Scott running down the field, and then Equanimee Saint Brown with his six foot five, two hundred and twenty pounds. So, uh, catching passes over the middle of the field, Cole Komet, Um You know, I don't want to deal with that. I, I would like to dial up the blitz. I would like to shut the rundown early and often and force Justin Fields to make bad decisions. Um it's time to it's time to start ramping up for the season. You know, we're we're not playing a cupcake schedule. We don't have uh we don't have a layup game week one. We got the Jets. So it's time to mm-hmm. it's time to come out. And punch. we got to punch the bears in their mouth. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, I, I guess the biggest thing I want to ask you is are we – I want to give a shout-out to the Mafia King in our comments there. So, hello, Mafia King. So, he didn't ask us a question, but he said, what's up? So, I just wanted to acknowledge that. Um, how, many, how much – do you think McDermott plays the starters much this week? Or, or what would you – if you were McDermott, what would you do? Considering the way we played last week, and we only have the three mm-hmm. preseason games. Would you I mean we're not going to see Josh or Diggs or you know guys like that but talking more offense and maybe defensive line and maybe linebacker court, Would you play them a series or two this weekend?
1: I would. I would I would I would actually play Josh for a uh, series. Mm-hmm. I would give Josh at least one series cuz I don't think that you know the penalties killed any type of of uh, offensive uh scheme or or script that we had last week so i i want to give the offense a chance to actually get through the script the bears and the bears despite adding all of those all of that talent um that we showed you in those other uh, in those graphics despite that um i i, I don't think that they're still I, I still don't think they're a good team um i i would like to get it i would like to give the uh starters in a, a chance to to uh, go and hit Tremaine, you know, for real, Mm -hmm. uh, Uh, for for once. Yeah, he left us, man. Like, go hit him. Go hit him. Yeah, let's go after him. And we were all rooting for you, Tremaine. We were all rooting for you, all of us, and you left us. But anyway, yeah, I I would let them go, uh, at least a series, maybe two. I want to get that script going. I want to see how they look um, when they're not going up against, you know, an elite front seven. Uh, I I, I want to I want them to be able to get through that. You know, get through your stuff and, and and make sure that you know if there are errors there, we can see it on film and and correct it in the two weeks. And you know, in the in the week that we have before the uh the the week we got to prep for the for the jet. So yeah, definitely, I would like to see them them play a little bit at least,
0: Absolutely. just a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I'm, I'm sure we'll probably hear more about that maybe tomorrow or Friday. Right. Yeah. In terms of whether Josh will play. I mean, Josh, I might, you know, I'm kind of mixed on Josh playing, but I understand your point. I, you know, get the mojo back after that dreadful performance against Pittsburgh. I know it's only preseason, but just something to kind of get the flow going to the offense, right? Like just, or even the defense, just a little bit of like, hey, we can lead on something, a couple good plays. Maybe the linebackers could redeem themselves a little bit, just just to get a little confidence going into that Monday night showdown with the Jets. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And that and that's one thing you said, like build up some confidence. We got young players that are gonna be playing pivotal roles on this team. James Cook is that's RB one, man. You know what I'm saying? That's oh, yeah. RB one. Uh yeah. Dawn Kincaid. We are expecting Don Kincaid to have an impact on his offense this year. And you know, there's some there's some continuity and some and some gelling that the offensive line needs to do. So I, I would I would definitely give the offense some snaps together for sure, and I and and you know Kyle Allen definitely needs to play. I think he needs to get 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 some more snaps with the ones. I think he played very well last week. I think he earned himself an opportunity to mm-hmm. uh, at that at that QB two spot. You know, let's see what he does this week against the Bears. He should light them up if he doesn't. Then you know we're in trouble. Um, yeah,
0: we sure are.
1: But I'm going to throw a caveat out there real quick. We did not discuss this prior to, but um, Trey Lance is available. How do you feel about Trey Lance?
0: Well, you know, Whittle, I tweeted this earlier. Um, If the price is right, I mean, wouldn't he not be? I mean, this would be a good spot for Trey. I mean, just, I know it's a basic thing. Remember those commercials Josh did about Trey, like just tune out the noise and stuff like that. Remember those little promos they had yep. last yep. year? Like Josh understands what Trey's going through, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's a kid that, that comes out of college. I mean, now Josh had more starts under his belt than Trey did, but it's that same, you know, big arm can, has all the tools, right? He just needs the time. This would mm-hmm. be a great spot for him to really learn his craft. Even if he stayed with us for a couple of years, right? He could. Learn under us, and he his style could fit what we're doing on offense. Right. I would yeah. love to see it. I just don't know how the money would work with him if, you know, because he's still under that he third overall pick contract, right? So that's something that have, would have to be worked out. But I, I, I'm not sure what the price is, but I'm very uneasy about our backup quarterback position. You and I spoke about it off, off, this, off our podcast many times. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to see it. But I just don't know what, what price San Francisco is going to really have to come down and what they're probably looking for. Well,
1: I, I agree with you, man. I, I don't, I, as much as I would like to see it happen, I don't see it happening. I don't see him mm-hmm. coming to Buffalo. There are too many other teams that can use him immediately. Um, a couple teams that come to mind the Rams, the Seahawks, my uh, Minnesota uh Tampa Bay, another team that you know if they wanted oh, to go after him yeah yeah those are, that's those, true. those are those are teams that you know if he, he if he went there it wouldn't I, I i wouldn't be surprised if you know if they made a move to go get him new england and 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 vegas are are two of the teams that i also thought about uh vegas you know they they got jimmy garoppolo whatever nah. um yeah <laughs> And, you know, it just seems like Belichick for years has been trying to find a mobile quarterback. I, I think he tried the the Tom Brady replacement thing. It didn't work. So maybe he goes after a mobile guy. He brought in Cam Newton a few years ago, and that didn't work out. He spoke highly of Justin Fields. He He, he speaks highly of Josh Allen. Trey Lance is out there, man. Like he he's not as mobile as those two guys, but he is mobile enough. And then there was the link. They, they, had, they had Lamar linked to, to the Patriots as well this offseason. Mm-hmm. So that's true. Maybe, man. Maybe, maybe that's a spot for him. One more spot. I think this is actually the best fit for him. The absolute best fit. Atlanta. Hmm. Atlanta. Yeah, that's true. Atlanta. That's true. I, I think Atlanta would be perfect for him. They've eat, got eat a, a great high. running game, man. They could just hand the ball off, and Kyle Pitts is 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 is, is, a, is a is a elite level talent, elite level tight end, and Drake London is huge. You know they're gonna they're gonna go out and get another wide receiver. I'm sure
0: um, mm-hmm. in the in the draft. So
1: yeah, why not, man? Go out I, there, Trey I, Lance, and be great.
0: I really hated it, that move for San Francisco, only for one reason. You're taking a guy who was really raw coming out of college, right? And you're putting him on a Super Bowl-ready roster. That's an impossible situation right. I, it, to me, right? You, you have – now, listen, I know Brock Purdy came in. I understand, but that, it's different. I can't describe it. You trade all those assets, and he gets hurt in one game. First game of the year in a sloppy field in Chicago. Remember that game it was the first game of the year. Yep. And then, I, I, I listen. I know things in practice, but I just he 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 barely got any really any opportunity at all to play in on this team. And it was just a tough. You know, he needed to go to a team like look where Anthony Richardson went, right? I compare those two because they're both raw in their. You know, they haven't started a lot of games in college, right? But Rich is going to. They're going to give him rope. Right. They're gonna let him let him do his thing, right? They're gonna surround him with what he needs. But with Lance, it was like, oh, we need you to be good right away. We need you to win us go out, maybe go out to win a Super Bowl. Coming out of where North Dakota State he went to.
1: North Dakota State Yeah. NGX, I mean from yeah.
0: North Dakota State to San Francisco trying to win a Super Bowl. Uh that's it's a lot for a young quarterback to take in. So mm-hmm. I just I never liked the fit from the beginning for that reason. So I think maybe it, and listen, Trey could use this as a blessing in disguise. Maybe he goes somewhere else and and learns under somebody else, or maybe he gets like you said. Atlanta makes sense. He could start pretty soon if Ritter doesn't work out. Ritter stinks.
1: I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> Ritter stinks, man. <laughs> Ritter. He's better. He's better at quarterback than I am, hundred yeah. percent. But in comparison to the other quarterbacks in the NFL, Ritter stinks,
0: man. He stinks. Yeah, I'm with
1: you. He I'm stinks. with you sticks um, <laughs> so um you know we're we're nearing the end now of, of another episode uh next week is the free show for the Jets game um that show you don't want to miss it will be live we're starting at nine o'clock um we are we are 100 percent Really, 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 really trying hard to get uh, some special guests in here. Uh, we have a couple that have uh, said yes already, and you know it, it's it's going to be a great show. I'm 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 still working, and we're still working. We're still reaching out, and we're trying to get a couple more guys to 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 kind of jump in here and. Talk 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 jets and bills. Um I actually may bring somebody in that that, that has some ties to Madison Square Garden. I'm, see if she see if she's willing to pop on for a little bit, man. And Excellent. um yeah, and I'm I and I have another uh I have another another source. Not a sauce, I have a source. A sauce, that, yeah. You know, can, can, that that that's connected to 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 somebody that's on the team. So I'm, I'm gonna tap, I'm gonna tap those uh those those connections as well and see. You know, maybe we can get 15 minutes out of out of somebody, man. It should be great. But next week is, is a live show you do not want to miss. Uh are just testing things out. This is episode five. Um we're not gonna get worse. This is you know we're gonna get better and and, and we're enjoying it man. So uh yep. next week we will have some people in here to talk jets. And we're going to have some special guests to come in here and talk about the Jets and the Bills over the years and the rivalry that it is. It's going to be exciting. I think next week's show is going to be great. So I do What's thank color you color? all. Uh, yeah, Yes, sir. I do thank you all for uh, tuning in. Uh, whether you watch it live and drop the comment um, or you tune into a replay, you know, uh, we appreciate it. We definitely appreciate it. This is fun for us. Uh and you know, we're gonna keep doing it. Um, and you know, we're just gonna keep talking about the bills and keep talking about football, man. Two things two things of, of a few that we share in common that we love. And um, you know, the motto, I, I wore this shirt for a reason. Let the media know. The East is not enough. That's right. Not enough to win a division title. The only way to shut down what the people are saying outside the building is to bring the trophy home. That's the only way to do it. It's the only yeah. way to keep people quiet. That's it. It's the only way. So um, hopefully it happens. You know, we ride. I'm riding with this team regardless, man. And uh, next week again, coast to coast, Wednesday, 9 to 10. It may be a little longer next week. Try I'm not going to say maybe. It's definitely going to be a little longer next week. We got we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot of people coming through. Um, and, you know, I don't want to rush guys that, you know, want to talk about the Bills and the Jets. I don't want to rush it. And I think this is a big, huge game. So, you know, beyond what you got for us, man.
0: Well, listen, we're going to have two shows probably, right, at minimum for Bills Jets because we got two weeks coming up. So it's going to be – I'm calling these shows extravaganzas. It's going to be that great. So anyone out there listening, it's not just it's not just a podcast. It's an extravaganza with some of the guests we're going to bring on. So make sure you come back. And, again, just keep liking and, and subscribing to our podcast. We really appreciate it. We appreciate anybody listening out there. So can you believe it, Whittle? Next podcast, we are previewing week one. Of the 2023 NFL season It's finally here So I want to thank you It's a, it's an absolute honor and pleasure To do these podcasts with you And and I agree with you It's going to get bigger and better Every single week So having said that This is Beyond 716 Wishing you all a great week And let's go Bills this Saturday is We'll
1: see you next week Go Bills
0: Go Bells.